the race itself. Are there any interesting in-play markets going on for Betfair? Yeah, so, I mean, talking about the Cox Plate, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, What I thought was the craziest is that uh, Romantic Warrior really held his price late uh, on the Betfair exchange and and, and ended up firming uh, a a little bit later, like right before the jump. But um, what ended up happening was he took the most volume and, uh, and naturally... Um, you know, went on to, to salute in, in the big race. Uh, nothing serious in play, but it, it was such a, an amazing finish. It saw Mr. Brightside curl up on, onto the inside. I, I know I was betting in play on that race. And when Romantic Warrior took a, a good position midfield and, um, you know, he, he was in obviously in the box seat to, to finish well. But I felt like at the Valley when I was watching the races, a lot of the jockeys were taking that inside run on the rails and, and uh, cutting the corner there. And when I saw... Mr. Brightside getting a really easy run. I thought that that was potentially an option for him. Got to nine dollars, had had something there. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a great race. Not too much in play um, action that I, I can tell you now, but certainly Romantic Warrior was uh, backed very well. Now he's won over seventeen million dollars, almost eighteen million dollars. Sixteen starts for eleven wins. Four Group Ones. He's an absolute champion horse. Can't wait to see him. I wonder whether he's going to go on uh, to the champion stakes. I, ha- I haven't read that news yet, but uh, it'd be interesting whether he has one more run in Australia or potentially goes back to Hong Kong for obviously the uh, the champions uh, the champions meeting in December. Great ride from J Mac as well. We should mention. What about Gold Trip? Obviously Melbourne Cup on the horizon. Finished fifth in the end. Had to come from a long way back. Yeah, Gold Trip's a, also an int- interesting one. Uh, sort of had a sustained price on the exchange. The the interesting one for me is Gold Trip. Obviously the Valley uh, was upgraded to a, a good three. Mm. Um, I'm not sure whether that's the ground that Gold Trip wants to be running on, and I'm not sure that's the ground that you want to be running on ahead of a, a Melbourne Cup uh, race. So I'd. Yeah, I'd be a little bit worried about Gold Trip, not for the fact that he didn't run well. He, he ran beautifully. He finished off really strong. Um, but, yeah, is that race going to take a little bit out of him on that hard surface? I, I think time will tell there. Hopefully, uh, uh, I think listening to Kieran Ma over the next couple of weeks will uh, will prove really, um, really well. Uh, We've we got to see how Gold Trip, obviously, uh, pulls up out of the race. Interested to hear your thoughts. We're speaking a little bit off air about Militarise and Victoria Road. I mean, Militarise had that sustained run early to, to try and challenge and ended up finishing eighth at the end of New Zealanders. So what did you make of those particular runs? Yeah, Militarise was an interesting one. It's in the derby market, three-year-old, you'd think that uh, maybe try to push forward a little bit. But uh, I think it was just such a, a good race that, um, you know, Militarise was, was a hot chance and, and finishing you know, mid to the back of the field was was no, uh, you know, bump on militarised. I think it was just such a fantastic race. The the interesting one, Victoria Road, obviously Vet Checks was past fit to race on race day, really late. Um, whether the performance was uh, a testament to those late Vet Checks, not sure. But uh, we were talking about off air. Matt Chapman sort of made some comments during the week oh. saying that if Victoria Road won, it, it'd sort of be a bit of an embarrassment on Australian. Uh, racing at the middle distance racing. And you know what? I, I think um, the result in the end shows that middle distance racing is actually fantastic. Obviously one of the best horses uh, in the world, you have to say romantic warrior was um, headed by six or, or, or five on the line 
um, in the field of uh, other Australian horses. So, yeah, it was, uh, I think, Frank, Frank the Australian form, I suppose. We met Chapman, though. There's an element of theatre about him, and he knows it as well because he likes getting stuck into the Australians. That's been the case since weeks. I mean, he probably made his name in this country to a certain degree by basically just tempering down the hype surrounding Winks. Yeah, but I love him. I think he's great. Great for horse racing. And he really battles for horse racing too. He's very uh, he's very pro uh, pro the persuader um, and doesn't really like what's happening uh, over in the UK in terms of new rules, regulations. And they don't have the prize money that we have either. Um, and, you know, it's it's an interesting conversation now because you look at Frankie Dettori who um, you know, got – suspended for the excessive use of whip and now he's not going to be able to ride in the Melbourne Cup he's still coming to uh, Melbourne as an ambassador to you know it's his to, farewell to tour ostensibly it's, isn't it it's his farewell tour I can't believe he's he's not gonna uh, he's not gonna race in it and surely there's some sort of appeal process you go to I, maybe I'm just trying to make you know pinch myself and make sure it's not true uh, it's a bit <laughs> crazy but um, yeah, I, I think Matt Chapman, uh, all in all, is good for racing. He's uh, He's got strong opinions, and I think, you know, it makes the game entertaining. Yeah, you can't doubt his charisma. Now, the Manicato, of course, was held yesterday. in Imperatrice, we discussed the performance there. What did you make of the Manicato? This is probably the first time intentionally that we've had it on the same day as a Cox Plate. Last year, of course, it was moved because of the lightning strike the night before at the track. And do you think it was probably one of those accidental things that we've steeped into, but do you think it works? I would rather see the Manicato be raced on the Friday night, personally, because I just think we need to be doing our absolute best to make sure Friday night racing is thriving, vibrant, because I think it's the future. I think, um, you know, the more night racing that we can do, it's better for punters, it's, it's a better product, it's it's more fun. I mean, I'm also a bloke that loves AFL, you know, I would love an AFL night grand final, because I just think everything's better at night. Maybe not the Cox Plate, but certainly the Manicato as something would be great. Obviously, they race the the Mooney Valley uh, Gold Cup on the Friday night, and it, it's it's just not the same. It, fantastic race, but it's just not the same. I, I would I would steer to having the Manicato on the Friday night. What do you think? That's an interesting one. I don't necessarily mind it being on the same day. I think it's a good, effectively, if you have a look at the build-up to the Cox Plate, I think it probably complements it. But I can see your point of view as well. And I guess the one good thing out of the night racing so far, I think the crowds have been reasonably strong. I don't know about the comparison to previous years. I suppose it's probably a lot better, but you've got to take into consideration we came off the back of COVID last year to a certain degree. So I think overall the crowds have been pretty strong. The Moyer night, obviously, that was the case. Grand final eve. A lot of people do turn out, particularly when the weather's warm. I don't know if the weather was an able assistance on Friday night this time round? I, I feel like maybe in recent years that the Valley have been a bit luckier, but going back a couple of years ago, there was something with, with the rain clouds and they just hated the Valley on Friday night. Yeah. And they would get the most shocking weather. And it was just such a shame because um, I, I'm, a, I'm a massive endorsement for Friday night racing at the Valley. It is so much fun. Um, the beers are cheap. Like the tickets are cheap. The, you're so close to the horses. Like I think it's my favourite track to go to because it's just it's an amphitheatre as well. That cauldron atmosphere. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's infectious. You know the 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 vibe down there, and obviously they've got live music. Um, I chatted to Benny Allen, and you know he's desperate to to do more uh, 
um, DJ gigs after after <laughs> the races there. Um, I spoke to him at Crown at a media conference. So, and I think it's great getting him involved. Uh, you know, fan, fantastic. The more you can do for Friday night racing, making it more of a vibe and. I think it's going to segue on to talking about Derby Day and, and this new Palooza concept at, at Flemington, yes. which I'm, I'm massively about too. So Mel C, I think, is headlining. they got the sneaky sound system as well. I don't mind that. Yeah, Tomo, Tom, our producer, just in, informed me that Mel C is um, uh, his favourite Spice Girl and she's uh, she's Probably performing. the most talented singer yeah. out of the lot, to be honest. And, and she's fantastic. Honestly, if, if I got to catch a glimpse of Mel C, I'd, I'd feel honoured. Um, Palooza, a new festival style. Uh, event it's it's going to be in, in the car park I think at uh, at Flemington um, and I love the car park there obviously um, you get to go in nice and early it's a real real event a uh, bit of a journey you know setting up and stuff and it's even funny when the weather doesn't go your way either it's just part of the the theatrics of the day but no nah, should be awesome I'm, sneaky sound system are a, a 10 out of 10 I reckon I reckon they'll be awesome yeah, it just brings back some 2007 <laughs> vibes. Just before we head to a break, we mentioned Imperatrice before. We saw it explode and basically shoot out of a cannon down the straight on a Friday night a few weeks ago at the Valley. What did you make of its run in the Matacado? I don't think from a market perspective there was anything complex about it because Imperatrice was the short price favourite. So this is an example of where just watching the markets is is so fun sometimes. Like, uh I was I was having a look at the market and she was so steady at a, at a dollar forty seven and I couldn't believe that she she wasn't firming. Um, there was so much back and lay money uh, coming on and I, I think at stages there was twenty thousand thirty thousand that you could take on the Betfair exchange at a dollar forty seven, um, and and it was moving so quickly. In the end, um, she took a staggering one point over one point five million in match volume, which amounted to nearly ninety percent of the pool for the Manicato. So. Uh, an incredible amount of money uh, ca- came for Imperatrice. And, you know, I thought that was a good price in the end. I think at the end of the day, now we look back on it, we, we'll probably have her a dollar ten, a dollar dollar twelve for for that. And, you know, whilst <laughs> it's still a very short price, that's value off the dollar fifty. So, uh, you know, for your short odds backers, I think they probably would have had a fill up with uh, Imperatrice. I know you probably don't have the stats in front of you and maybe it takes a while to collate, but what was the traffic like on the market in terms of the amount of people? Haven't haven't got that, but I think the best indication is is the the total match market. And if you've got uh over you know over 1.6 million uh for in, in a total match market for a group 1, it's it's clearly a liquid market and uh and lots of punters are backing and laying. So um at the end of the day it, it took on the world World, uh, world pool as well, which you know has been making news. Obviously, uh, broke records uh, on Cox Plate Day, but you know somehow her victory still had a seven point seven percent price advantage over the top tote price uh, on Betfair. So the Betfair starting price really holding up uh, against the world pool. So yeah, it, it, a great day for uh, for Betfair exchange backers.